We've been through um, all the Aseret that they brought. Um, so, ostensibly we finished. But I want to discuss another issue, another topic that comes up with the Aseret they brought, which is the, the actual uh, Kriya of the Aseret they brought. How we read them and, uh, and the various Minhagim we have in terms of actually reading the Aseret they brought. Uh, the Gemara in Brachot and Daf Yudah Bet uh, mentions that it used to be a Minhag to actually read the Aseret they brought every single day. Right, the, the Gemara quotes, it's really a Mishnah in, uh, in Seches uh, Tamid, Korin, it's referring to the Kohanim, the Kohanim of Beis Mikdash would read the Aseris Adibrot, then Shema, Vayayim Shema Vayomez, and the Aseris Adibrot is followed by Shema, uh, and then it would be the Brach of Em Yatziv, they would do uh, the Brach of the Avodah, Brichas Kohanim, and that was there basically uh, the Shacharis early in the morning before they did the Korban Atamid. Uh, what's interesting is it's stuck in here, that every, every single morning the Kohanim would read the Aseret Adibrot. The Aseret Adibrot. Um, something that we're not familiar with. So the Gemara says, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Afpagvulin Bikshul They really wanted to establish this minhag of reading Aseret Adibrot throughout Palestra, even outside the base of Mikdash. Um, but, Elishkavan Batlum Mivnei Tarumet Haminim. Tarumet Haminim. The, uh, there were, Minim, Apikorosim, who uh, claimed that the only thing that's important in Torah is, is Yaseret HaDibrot. Yaseret HaDibrot was given on Har Sinai, Bakadosh Baruch Hu. That's, that's the real Torah. And that's the only thing we're mechuyiv to. Uh, and the rest of the Torah, Chas Shalom, is not really uh, binding. So in order not to give credence or even any, any uh, um, support um, towards that claim of the Minim, it was felt, Chachamim felt, uh, that it's not correct to read the Asesa Dibros and emphasize them, overly emphasize them, um, in our Tfilot. Um, and therefore, the Minag, to actually read them every single day of Paris Krishna was, uh, was cancelled out. So that's the Gemara in, in, uh, in Brachat the Mishnah Tamid. Uh, this led to another question, which is the Minag to stand, uh, to stand up during Kriya Satora of Asesa Dibros. Uh, the Rambam was asked this question, uh, very famous Shuvah. Uh, he was asked, "Ir shehin higu lo chachamei mechubadei leshev beit kriyat aseret adibrot besefer hatorah betzibu." There was a town that uh, the minhag is to sit down the aseret adibros. By minhag come mikodem lifnei boze harav shiamdu kolam beit kriyat adibrot besefer hatorah betzibu misibat adibrot. Ubitel ze harav leze haminhag vinhigel hem leshev beit kriyatan. So it was a certain place where the minhag, the original minhag had been to stand. Some whippersnapper rav came into town and said, no, 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 we're cancelling this minhag. You shouldn't be standing. For Kriyat Torah, you should sit. Uh, why? So Part of his explanation of why he changed the minhag. Someone who tries to stand for the Aseret Adibrot, but not for the rest of the Torah, so you should scold him. So he said, since the Minim placed, thought the whole important, the only thing important was the Aseret Adibrot, so we shouldn't do anything that, that supports their claim. And on the contrary, we should dusk do things to further, our way, further ourselves from the claims they are making. Standing up during the set that they brought. Um, 
gives the appearance. The Sanah of Yasser Tadibot are more important than the rest of the Torah, and therefore we should be particular not to stand up and not like that original minhag that the town had. That was the question that they asked the Ramam. What's the Ramam's opinion on this? The Ramam said, That is the correct minhag. He says, yes, the Rav got it right. And really it's based on what we saw in uh, the Gemara and Bracha stuff. You'd bet that, that even reciting the Aserah that they brought every single day was uh, something that would, uh, was problematic. So certainly if people have a minhag dafka to stand for the Aserah they brought, even though they sit with the rest of, uh, of Kriyat Torah, the Rambam felt that that suggested that parts of Torah were more important than other parts, and, uh, and therefore it shouldn't be done. So that was the Psat of, of the Rambam. Uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein was asked this question. The minhag basically developed that, uh, like the original minhag in that town, the Chiva quotes, um, to stand for Yasser Sidibrus. So Moshe Feinstein was asked, what does he think? And he starts off saying, it's true, the Gemara and Brachas does say we shouldn't give him too much an emphasis, but Bizman Azer, this isn't our fight. Right? No, we never heard of somebody you know, going off the derech because he used to stand for the Aser Sidibrus. Right? And thinking, oh, the only thing important in Torah is because Aser Sidibrus, so we don't have to worry about this until we hear that this is actually causing problems with Azer, we don't have to worry. And he says, on the contrary, it makes sense to stand for Yasser Sidibrot. I'll just quote here from Gukus uh, Moshe in Chelek Aleph, sorry, in Chelek Dalad, Simachaf Bet. It's quite the uh, third, the last section here on the sheet. Aser Sidibrot is the only part of Torah which we heard pear pear directly from the Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's the most important thing we have. We had to mitar ourselves for a number of days. So the Roman Roshvain says, So he says, basically, since we don't find that they ever actually caused a problem, and this was the minhag in various communities, and it makes sense that we should give extra emphasis and importance to the Aserah to Dibrot, because at the end of the day, it's the, the, the thing we heard directly from the mouth of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So, uh, so he defends the Minhag to stand in the Aserah to Dibrot. There's a third Minhag. Another, according to Rambam, you never stand. According to the Igris Moshe, he quotes the Minhag that you should always stand. There's a third Minhag quoted by various uh, Poiskim and Sifri Minhagim, quoted in the Shut, Shomer Emet, Simon Tafzadi Dalad, to make a chilat between Shavuot, and, and the rest of the year. That normally, when we read Pashas Yitra and Pashas Vetchanan, so we read the Assessor Dibrat, we sit down. But for Shavuot, we should dafka stand up. Okay? So you have to understand what the, uh, what's really going on behind these different uh, minhagim. Um, another interesting thing to point out about the Assessor Dibrat is the singular phenomena, there are actually two sets of, of ta'amim. Right, two sets of ways of, of, of reading, of singing the uh, of uh, the Aser Sidibrot. It's what's called Tam Elyon and Tam Tachton. 
Tam Tachton is breaks up the Psukim, like normal Psukim, right? Um, like any other Pasuk in the Torah, Lord Tirtzach, Lotinaf, Lotigzol is all part of one Pasuk, right? And the, and the Tamim um, reflect that fact. The soft Pasuk only comes at the end, at uh, the various end. The first couple of Dibrot are actually a number of different Psukim, um, and that's Tam Tachton. Tam Elion reforms the Holy Spirit of Dibrot. It basically breaks up each Dibur as a whole Pasuk. So the first Dibur is, is quite long. The second Dibur is very, very long. It's all one Pasuk. Lotirtzach is a whole Pasuk on its own. Lotinaf is a whole Pasuk on its own. Lotigzon is a whole Pasuk on its own. Basically, Tam Elion splits up the whole of the Seras Dibur. It's different. Um, and apart from actually changing the actual tune that we use, it even changes the, the, uh, the Kudot, the grammar. Right? Where some things that are slightly different, uh, at the end of a pasuk, you have a, soft, a uh, what's called a pausal form. Sometimes it changes whether you have a, um, a dagesh in certain letters, because once you change the ta'amim, it changes the grammar a little bit. And we really have two masoras of, of ta'amim, ta'am elion and ta'am tachta. What's uh, ta'am elion is obviously much more grandiose. You ever been in a yekeshul and heard a real yekesh sing a lane with ta'am elion? You must feel malchus, shen, you feel like Hosh Baruch was just revealing himself there and then. Very, very special. Um, what's strange is that it's a very phenomenon, the existence of two Tamim. Right? Kondi Gemara, Tamim, were also Halakha Lamosha Misina. It's a Masorah that we received when the Torah was given, when the Torah was given with the Pesukim and the Tamim, and suddenly we find there are two separate Tamim. How could it be? Which one's right? Um, so that's, that's a strange uh, thing which you have to understand. Um, beyond that, um, the, the Shulchan HaKarav, the quote on the sheets in Simon Tafzadi Dalad, um, points out that there's a specific halachic reason to prefer Tam Tachton. Um, he quotes the two Minhagim. He says, He quotes the first one, Tam Elion, where each, each uh, Dibra is split up. And he says, It's split up the normal way you read the Psukim. The whole, basically, second luach is almost one, one pasuk. Why? So he says we have a rule. Any pasuk the Moshe Rabbeinu himself didn't split up, we don't split up. So if we got a whole pasuk, we don't quote half a pasuk. We quote the whole pasuk. When you're learning Torah, you can't just quote a little bit because Moshe Rabbeinu told us this, that you have to understand this whole. What's a pasuk? It's a unit that has to be understood in one go. So we find that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't split the pasuk up. What right do we have to do? And yet Tam Elion, this is more exalted, uh, flat, um, you know, fancy uh, Tam. That's exactly what it does. It splits up Pesukim. Not based on the way Moshe Rabbeinu apparently gave it to us. How can that phenomena exist? Uh, the minhagim of how to read uh, um, how to read the Aserah Sedibrus. Um, the Shulchan Rav here quotes uh, that the minhag was uh, to, it's also written in Chuzki, this was the Minhag of the Chazanish, that you always, always read Batam Elion. 
Whenever you do Kriya Torah, you read Batan Elyon. Like in the Ekeshuls, you always, always read Batan Elyon. Uh, when, when do you use Tam Tachton then? When a person's Mimavib, Sedra, when a person's learning on his own, when an individual's learning, then he reads Batam Tachton. But when the community is learning the Torah, in the Kriya Torah, then you use Tam Elyon. That's the Minah quoted by the Chazanesh and the Shukhan Rav. It's also mentioned in the Chizkun here. The, uh, the Magen Avram, and it's also the Minag of the Gra, quotes a different Minhag. He says, Ktaba Mishnah Brura, the Masas Binyamin, Beshwas Korin Batam Ha Elyon, Sheish Baserta Debrot, Ubeshabat Pashat Yitro, Korin Batam Ha Tachdom. Right? So it's a distinction. Only on Shavuot we call, we do Tam Elyon. But when you read Pashat Yitro, Pashat Etchana, so again, the Minag of the Gra, the Minag of Avram was to use Tam Tachdom. Uh, the third minhag, which is interesting, the Ramami Pano quotes, um, that you always, always read Batam Tachton. You know, it's both when you learn on your own and when you read in the Tzibur, even on, the, on Shavuot, whenever, whenever you read Yasser Sidibus, you always and only use Tam Tachton. Which obviously leaves the question, so what's the point of, of Tam Elion? Like, what is it? Right, at least when the other minhag, there's a time when you use Tamelion, either all the time in Kriyat Tzibur, or at least some Shavuot in Kriyat Tzibur, according to the, the Manpana, what's the exact point of it? <coughs> so to solve this riddle, we have to understand the unique importance and position of, of the Aserah Sadibrit. Now if you have a look at the Gemara in, uh, in Brachas Daf Hay, the passage that describes what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us in terms of Torah. And it says like this, Amar Rabbi Levi Bar Chama, Amar Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish. My dichtiv, what does the Pasuk mean when it says, So the whole list here of things Hashem gave us. Right? I gave you the Luchot Ha'even, and I gave you the Torah, and I gave you the Mitzvah, and I wrote it for generations. So the Gemara explains, Luchot refers to Elu Aseret Hadibrot. That's, that's our Ten Commandments. Torah, what's that refer to? Mikra, i.e. The rest of the text of the Torah. The mitzvah refers to Mishnah, i.e. Torah Shabal Peh. Ketavti, that's Nevi'im uh, and Ketuvim. Lohorotam, and actually the conclusion, the mitzvah, what you should do, Zetalmud, that's the, the halacha. Melamed shukulam nitnu Moshe nisinai. Okay, great. Now, what's interesting here is, the, 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 the Mamre here splits up the whole of Chumash, Torah Mikra, the text of the Torah, and, and the Aserah they brought. As if there were two separate things Hashem gave us. He gave us the whole of Torah, but separately to get, He gave us the, the Aserah they brought. In other words, there were almost two Mesiras, two Mesirot of, of the Aserah they brought. One as the Aserah they brought. That was on the Luchot HaEven. And separately to that, the, the Aserah they brought were also given as part of, of the entirety, the totality of, of Chumash. Right, two separate Natinas. Uh, we actually say this every single Shabbos morning. Right, when we in Shachris and Shabbos, we say, Ushnei Luchot Habrit Horid Biador. Moshe Rabbeinu came down with the Shnei Luchot Habrit. Vakatub Behem Shmirat Shabbat. And it was written in the Sarah Sedibrot, the mitzvah of keeping Shabbat. Vachem Katub Betoratech. And it's also written in the Torah. And then we start, the Shah Rivna Israel. So Prime Made the Diak is published in the uh Haggadat Beit uh Levian. 
the briska hagata. Um, the, it's meduyak in in uh, in shacharit, uh, the nusach shacharit. Actually, there were two things we got. There was the aserta debrot, and it's also in the Torah. The Torah records the event of the giving of aserta debrot. But actually, aserta debrot was given as one chefta, and aserta debrot was given as part of Torah, which was a separate chefta. Um, Emphasis even more. Have a look at Masechet Sofrim. Analun b'shem Rishur ben Levi. Right again, the same Rishur ben Levi. Ain lachatun bracha lefanav lacharav. And the Shirat Hayam Maseret Adibrot lekalat shemotorat kahanim shemishna Torah. So he's discussing there when you have to make birchat haTorah on kriyat haTorah. Right? When do you, we have a? You know, we, obviously, we make kriyat haTorah. We make a bracha before we read from the Torah and afterwards. So Amin Agis is every single aliyah we make a bracha before and afterwards. In the times of Chazal, it sounds like the Bermina was before the first Aliyah and after the end of the Aliyah. But the Mesechet um, Salfrim quotes this idea that there are only a few parashiyot in the Torah which which you should do Berichat Torah just before and just afterwards. What are they? Shirat Hayam, Aserat Adibrot, and the the Tochachad, Klalot, Shabbatorat, Kahanish, Mishnah Torah. What's different about those parashiyot? Apparently those parashiyot they weren't just given as part of the Torah, but they actually had significance even before the whole Torah was given. Shirat Hayam, Yisam, Yisam, so it was a, it was a whole chefzer of Torah independently than the chefzer of the rest of Torah. Um, and, and one of those examples is Yisera Tadibrot. What's interesting is the Mesechet Sofrin carries on. Amar B'yabau, Ani lo shemati. I didn't hear this at all, this teaching. El anirin hadavarim b'asera Tadibrot. It makes sense to me, this should be true, only by Aserat Adibrot. And we understand why, based on what we've seen. In Aserat Adibrot, there was really an independent Natina of, uh, of the Aserat Adibrot to Klal Yisrael, separate to the actual giving of the whole of the Torah. Um, and uh, one more, one more indication of this idea. The Rama Mehil Sefer Torah, Paskans, the Halacha that, you have to you have to put a Sefer Torah in an Aaron Kodesh. Sefer Torah has to be kept in an Aaron Kodesh. Ramam says, You have to have a specific place where you keep your Sefer Torah. You can't just like move it around from place to place. That's how to have Makom. But then he adds a little bit. He says, He says, in explaining the halacha, do you have to have a specific makom for your Sefer Torah? He says, why? Because what appears in each and every Sefer Torah? The Aserat Adibrot. What's Pasha? That apparently, Torah Mitzadat Sma doesn't require Yichud Makom. I have to fill it. That's parashat of Torah. I don't have to put my tefillin in the same place in my house every day. One day I can put it on this shelf, one day on that shelf, I can put it here, put it there. You don't have to keep your tefillin exactly. There's no din of yichud makom by a chumash. Why does yichud makom exist by, by a sefer Torah? Sounds like for the Ramah because the sefer Torah contains the aseret hadibrot. And there's a din of yichud makom by the Aserat that they brought, which makes sense because the Aserat that they brought had to be kept in the Aaron Kodesh. Just like the Aserat that they brought had to be kept in the Aaron Kodesh and put in a specific place, that's why a Sefer Torah has to be kept in a specific place.
right? And it's taken even further. The the Gasmaimonis just there quotes Shulav uh, Rabbein of Mori Rabbeinu Zer Shonav Shaltem Lama Eim Meshkivim Sefer Torah Ba'aron Kamo Luchotiyaf Liyafesh Shaltem Rabbeinu Tam Kadav B'Shuvish Kena Yanot Teto Mitam Zeh Bukdav Eilim Is Karit Is Is Karit Shasiti Aron Here Chavtiv Ad Kan. So uh, the Gasmaimonis who quotes this Minag Rabbeinu Tam, how exactly should the Sefer Torah be placed in an Aron Kodesh? So our Minag is it's standing up. But Rabbeinu Tam said, really, the minag was that the sefer should be lying horizontal in the in the Aaron Kodesh. Bells to this day have such a minag, like Rabbeinu Tam, they put the sifrei Torah lying flat in the Aaron Kodesh. Why? Because that's how the luchot habrit were placed in inside the Aaron Kodesh. So you see that the din of Yichud Makom and the placement of Sefer Torah is based on the unique Hashivas of Sarah's Dibbas. You have a separate, independent Chetzer of, uh, of Devar Hashem. Which makes sense. It's specifically the Devar Hashem that we got from uh, HaKadosh Baruch. Uh, explicitly from his mouth. Now, um, all of this can help us, first of all, explain the phenomena of the two different Tamim. The moment we understand that the Teres of Dibras were actually given twice, once at Mamad Har Sinai, where Akash Baruch, where Bichvod of Atzmo, revealed the Aseris of Dibras. So that was one Latino of the uh, of Aseris of Dibras. And that was given Dibu by Dibu. Each Dibu was a separate thing given over to us. So therefore you have ten, ten separate Dibu. And then, when, uh, you know, bit by bit, Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the whole Torah, by the end of the 40 years in the uh, Midbar, so then the Torah was given to us and it was, we, were, we were writing down within the Torah what had happened. And there, the Aserah's Dibras are recorded as Pesukim. And that's why the two different Tamim, there's the Tamim of the actual original Natina and Hamar Har Sinai, which is the Tam Elyon, with a very fancy, lavish uh, breakup of, uh, of the Pesukim that sounds so regal and exciting. And then the breakup of Sukkim with the Tam Tachton, which is actually the normal breakup of Sukkim that we find throughout the Torah. And that's why there's this phenomenon of Tam Elyon Tam Tachton. And in there's no problem of, there's no halachic problem with Tam Elyon breaking up Sukkim like Moshe Rabbeinu did break up. Because this is the way Akash Baruch gave us these uh, Sukkim. But what really matters now is when we relate to the Aserat Dibrot, how are we relating to them? Are we relating to the Aserat Dibrot as part of Torah? broader totality of Torah, in which case we would relate to the Sertabrot broken up by Tam, Tachton, or if we relate to the Sertabrot as this independent Hefsa of Devar Hashem, as given on Har Sinai, so then we we'll want to be using Tam, Tam Elion. So, so it becomes obvious that when a person is learning on his own, he's learning Torah, he's doing the mitzvah of Tam and Torah, so it's obvious everyone will agree he should use Tam Tachton, because he's learning the Seres Dibras as part of Torah. The question is, what happens in Kriyat HaTorah? When we do Kriyat HaTorah, how do we relate it to the Seres Dibras? And here, here relates to a critical question how to understand Kriyat HaTorah. When we lay in, what are we doing? Are we doing a public act of Torah learning? Right? Klaizra went three days without water in the, in the desert and they became weary. And Chazal learned from that it wasn't they didn't have water, it was they didn't have 
Torah, which is like water, which is uh, analogous to water. They went three days without Torah, so they, they instituted that every three days we should have Torah. And as the goal of Kriyat Torah is, is to do an act of public learning of Torah every three days. And Amin, to finish the whole Torah once a year, that's exactly the point. To ensure that every, even the Pasha the Jew covers the whole Torah once a year, so uh, we have Kriyat Torah and we get through a parasha each week. The goal of Kriyat Torah is, is public Talmud Torah. If that's true, then even Kriyat Torah we should use Tam Tachton. We should always use Tam Tachton because we're just learning Torah. That's the Minagel Marami Pana. Well, where do, what, what do we do with Tam Elion? It's an interesting thing, right? We, we, we want to understand what happened to Har Sinai. The Tam Elion will help us, but it's not the way we, when we, we're learning Torah. We use Tam Tachton, and even Kriyat Torah is, is learning Torah, so you should use Tam Tachton. But there are a number of Makoros which seem to indicate that actually Kriya Satara is not just a public act of learning Torah, but it's an attempt of recreating Mama Har Sinai. Uh, I won't go into all the Makoros now, but the basis for this idea is, is the using the Kriya Torah of Hakel as a model, where the whole of Kaisa reassembles, the whole concept of Hakel, Kol Kaisa, everyone should be there, because we're recreating Mama Har Sinai. And the Dafka the Melech, as it were, representing Hashem, or Moshe, reads the Torah, and we're trying to recreate the experience of of Mamar Har Sinai. There's Yerushalmi that says that one of the Amarim walked into Shul and he found somebody leaning while leaning on the bimah, and he scolded him. He said, "Oh, you can't lean on the bimah." Just as the Torah was given on Har Sinai with fear and trepidation and awe, so too Kriyat HaTorah has to be done in the in the same way. And Yerushalmi carries on brings a number of other similarities between the way Mahamad Harsinai happened and and the way we do Kriyat Torah. For example, the Gemara there, the Rishami there says that uh, the Minhag was that they would have a Turgamun. Somebody would read the Pesukim, somebody would translate them into the Aramit, and, the, and then the Kahal would hear. It was, why do you have to do it like that? So the Rishami says, oh, that's where it was Harsinai. Hashem said to Moshe, and Moshe said to Kalal Yisrael. Now the attempt is to to Recreate the Harsinai experience. If we're trying to recreate the Harsinai experience, then the moment we get to Yaserta Debrot, we're not going to use Tam Tachton, we're going to use Tam Elion, because that's the whole point. We want to live the experience, so it's much more appropriate to use Tam Elion. So that is the explanation of the of the uh, the Chazanish and the Shulchan Acharav and the Chuzkuni, who say we should always um, use Tam Elion. The interesting shitta is is the minag of the gra that says there's a difference between Shavuos and the rest of the year. When we read in Pasha Yitro and Pasha Eschana, so we're reading it as part of Torah. We're not giving specific hashivas to us as the rules. Why do we read it? Because it's, it's part of the parasha. But when we read it on Shaga Shavuot, that's different. Then when Mama's trying to be Mekayim, Kriyas Torah. As, as a recreation of Har Sinai, and therefore we're trying to remember what was in Har Sinai during that experience, and therefore we return Elion. Also, the Minhag to sit or stand. The three Minhagim make perfect sense. If we see Kriyat Torah as Limud Torah, so we'll always sit. We'll always sit and we'll always, always use Tam Tachton. If we see Kriyat Torah as recreating Mama Har Sinai, that's true always. So we'll always stand for Kriyat Torah. And many people do, based on, on the idea of Kriyat Torah being recreation of Har Sinai. And we'll also use Tam Elion whenever we read the Asaras of The one interesting minag is 
Dafka to stand on Hagashavot, and Dafka then to read with, with Tam Elion. And where does this idea that we should make a distinction between Shavuot and the rest of the year come from? So I'll throw two, two quick Makarot that really express this. The Gemara Megillah discusses what you should actually supposed to lane Shavuot's morning. The Mishnah says, Pesach, we read the Moradot. And the Aseret, we're supposed to read Shiva Shavuot. Right, which is about the Chag of Shavuot and then and the Mitzvot of the, of the Chag. So the Gemara quotes, Baseret Shiva Shavuot. Umaftirin Bechabakuk. Quote a different Minhag. Acherim Omrim, no, Bechodesh Hashlishi. Umaftirin Be, the Merkava. So it's a different Minhag. You shouldn't read just Stam about Chag Shavuot. You should read the Aseret Sanibros. And the Haftara is, is, uh, Maser Merkav in, in Sefi Yecheskel, the, the things that the, the insights they had into Hashem's Kisya Kavod, because really they were exposed to the totality of uh, God's Godless, the totality of uh, much of God's Godless, um, at Har Sinai. So what's the difference between these two Minhagim? It seems to be the difference between these Minhagim is, is really what we're trying to achieve on Shavuot when we recreate our Torah. The normal thing to do on a Chag is to read about the Chag, to learn about the Chag. Every Chag, you have to learn the halachas of the Chag. Part of public learning about the Chag is reading the parasha in the Torah about that Chag. But the minag of the Acherim is to say, no, the Kriyat of Torah and Chag Shavuot is a fundamentally different thing. It's about recreating the Mahmud Harsinai experience. That's the minag we have to stay up all night the whole minag to stay up all night was based on a midrash that originally they they weren't awake the first thing in the morning to receive Mamad Har Sinai. So we stay up all night to make sure that we will be awake early in the morning to be able to receive the Torah as on Mamad Har Sinai, the first thing in the morning we won't miss. Okay, obviously some people end up falling asleep after staying up all night, but that's a, that's a separate discussion. Okay, so it seems already these two ideas of how to view a Shavuot is related already in the Gemara there. I'll just finish off with a beautiful Rokeach. The Midrash, Rokeach in Hilchos Shavuot. Again, Simon Reish Sadivav. The Midrash, Bechodesh Lashishi. Right? Amar Kodesh Baruch Hu Yisrael. Benai, my children, have a Korinat HaParashah Hazot. Read this parashah of the Yisrael that they brought. Bechol Shema Shanah. Each year, on Chag HaShvot, you should read the Yisrael that they brought each year. V'ani Ma'aleh Aleichem, Kilo Atem Lomdim Lefanai. Lifnei Har Sinai umekablim et Hatara eimatai b'chodesh neshi. If we really do this, and each Shavuot we read the Aser Sadibrot, is as if we received the Torah directly, standing in front of Har Sinai. And that's what Kodesh Baruch instructs us to do, and that explains the unique, the unique uh, specialness of the Aser Sadibrot. It also answers up the Kasha of the Rambam. How can you? The Rambam has a second problem. He says, how can you say one part of Torah is more important than another part? When we stand up for Sarah Sadibrot, we're not saying it's more important. We're saying we're right now about to have a different type of experience. Normally, Kriyata Torah, it's a learning experience. We sit. And Sarah Sadibrot, it's not a learning experience. It's a recreating Harsinai sort of experience. And that demands us to stand. We're not saying that Sarah Sadibrot is more important, but we're recognizing it's a different experience for us. Um, and that's what we're trying to do.